Have a car question? Ask the experts at 855-340-ZONE. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Second hour of Utah Car Sense here, May 15th. I'm Austin Horton. He's Roger Parkin, general sales manager of the Southtown location, 10920 South State in the Auto Mall. Uh, Roger, it is the Do Good, Feel Good event. We've been talking about it all day. We'll get it back yep. into that in a moment. Uh, reminder, our phone lines are open, 855-340-ZONE, 855-340-ZONE. Everyone that calls in and shares a story, makes a comment, uh, answers our poll question, is entered into the drawing at the end of this hour for a free oil change. So far, Kyle and Paul have a 50-50 shot at winning that oil Doesn't change. Doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, it doesn't get much better than that. Yeah, doesn't get much better than that. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> so of a coin. the next caller will have thirty-three percent chance of winning. Yep. The following caller will have twenty-five percent chance of winning. So get in eight five five three four zero zone. That's where my math ends. By the way, uh, four quarters awesome. makes a dollar. That's as far as I go, especially live well on air. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so eight five five three four zero zone. We'll get back into this list of movie cars that were actually fake. But let's start uh, this hour, uh, Roger, by talking about one of your Love Promise charity partners, Fit to Recover. I, uh, I've really enjoyed my conversations with Vichelle and Randy from Fit to Recover recently down at your store. Yes. Fill us in, though. Fit to Recover. They're, they're, it's, they're great ambassadors for it. It's, uh, it, it's, it's about uh, recovering from addiction of any kind, right? Exactly. It's a place where people can go and associate with people that understand what's going on with them they're not judged they have workout facilities they have yoga they have places they can just gather and talk to give them a sense of community i mean i think i don't know if you've known any addicts but boy they cut themselves off from everybody's with you know when they have their addictions that's the thing that drives them it's the thing that makes them go and in the process, most of them pretty much alienate everybody that was important to them in their life. And this gives people a place to start putting back their life together with in replacing an unhealthy addiction with a healthy one, honestly. Yeah. I, but, uh, you know, a healthy process. I, I do know addicts. Uh, I think everyone knows an addict or oh, is sure. an addict themselves. I mean, the, there are 333 million people in this country and last year there was 21 million admitted uh, addicts, meaning they, they, yep. they admitted that they were addicted to something. I would, I would, it would be my uh, uh, guess or estimate that at least half more, at least double that is more accurate. I think that addiction is such a wide ranging, addiction is such a wide ranging blanket word, right? And yeah. it's not always illicit drugs or, or things like that. It, it can be really anything. No. And what I like about Fit to Recover is, yes, there's exercise and nutrition focus there, but you also have art classes. You have music mm -hmm. hours. You have uh, uh, soundboard opportunities. You have uh, just getting together and talking, creative arts, uh, service projects. And the idea that you touched on a moment ago, Roger, I think is the absolute key to recovery, and that is – Ending the isolation, the loneliness that comes exactly. with your the addiction. Shame. Because that's the real disease. That's what kills yep. people. 
it, you know, some people might have an addiction to illicit drugs and overdose and die. But what really kills people through addiction is that they isolate, they get lonely, and bad, awful things, be it self-harm or otherwise, come to them. And mm-hmm. that's the real disease of addiction. And so a place like Fit to Recover, a nonprofit that opens their doors to anybody and everybody who is willing to come and, and put their name on the line and say, I need help and I need your help. This is, we need more uh, things like Fit to Recover. And I'm so glad yes. that you guys are working with them. Yeah, they're, they're, they've been just a, it's been awesome to get to know them and what they do. And like you say, it's so important to give people a way out of this, you know, spiral downwards. Yeah, no one, no one wants to be an addict, right? No one no, sets I don't think out. people yeah. wanting to be. It just you kind of fall into it. I mean, it's it's a easy path to take. You, you look at you know pills, oxy, uh, what oxycontin. Yeah, it's so addictive. And then they marketed it that it wasn't addictive when they first came out with it. Oh. you know, you transition from that when you can't get the pills because they're too expensive to on the heroin. That's a lot cheaper and a lot more. You know, I don't know, more destructive, but yeah just as destructive as Oxycontin. And it's a tough thing to, man, addictions are tough to kick. That's, and you know, it's there, we can go into the depths of the dirty, immoral world of pharmaceuticals, uh, especially when it comes to (laughs) pill pusher doctors. Um, uh, But there are, I think the majority are good doctors that try to, at least when I've had my surgeries and stuff, they've, They've given me a limited supply, and then that's it. And if I need help beyond that, they'll they'll work with me. But but the problem was, and still is, that too often it's just here's some pills, here's some pills, here's some pills, Mm -hmm. and eventually you don't get the pills, and now your body is requiring that 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 painkilling, and so you 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 turn to other stuff. But the the idea of fit to recover is not just for uh, drugs. It's you know any addiction you can think of. Yep. It applies. So, uh, so now through the end of May, you buy a newer used car at Mark Miller Subaru's locations, Southtown or Midtown, and you could choose to donate $75 of Jeff Miller's money to, <laughs> to uh, Fit to Recover or another of the local promise, Love Promise yep. charities. Uh, Roger, we have Marty on the line, 855-340-ZONE. Marty, welcome to the show. Morning, Marty. Hello, how are you? We're good. What's, what's Great, going thanks. on? Well, I love your show. You guys are awesome. I learn an awful lot about things and uh, pretty fascinating. I really enjoy your show. And if I uh, needed another car, I'm going to Mark Miller. <laughs> oh, wow. That's, Thank that's, you. Thank you so much, Mark. Yeah. Awesome. And I, I drive Uber and Lyft, and I actually have referred people there to rent your cars. So. Well, thank you. I love you. appreciate that. Well, thanks, but Marty. But anyway... The uh, we're talking about the cars. And we're wondering if they're real or not. Is that <laughs> in right? movie, in mm-hmm. movies, yeah, yeah. In the movies, well, there's two that I am, uh, you know, kind of. I know they're real cars. The DeLorean in Back to the Future is a real car, but it wouldn't obviously do the things that it says it would do. Oh, that's your and opinion, then- Marty. <laughs> Wait, with a name like Marty, you're questioning the DeLorean? Mark, Hold on here. Marty's McFly, come on. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> okay. The other one is on, the, the kit car. The, the, the other one was the uh, uh, the kit car. You know, I know that the new cars, the, the new uh, 
electric cars, the Teslas will do what that one would do as far as going and retrieving and parking itself mm-hmm. and things like that. But for the time, that one didn't do all that stuff by itself, did it? That was fake. No. Yeah. The, no. the Knight Rider car kit? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In fact, that the actual car, just a few weeks ago we were talking about, is up is up uh, for auction right now uh, from yeah. uh, Hasselhoff, owned it. But he's getting rid of it, so you can buy it from him if you'd like. <laughs> oh, well, I'd just use that pocket change I carry around. To <laughs> that buy stimulus that. money. Exactly. That stimulus money that you, you got there, Martin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think that would quite cut it. <laughs> well, I love your show. You guys are awesome. Thanks, Marty. We appreciate you, buddy. Thanks for calling Thanks, in and buddy. listening. Uh, yeah, the DeLorean, I, I understand they're not th- – that it was uh, – not a popular car until that movie, and now it's still not a popular car. But I want uh, one so bad, Roger. You know, and Delorean that, when it, that movie was out, that car was really cutting edge, being stainless steel. That's one that I really liked back when it came out, and I look at it now and go, man, it is so dated. Oh, it just man. hasn't aged well. I hear you. It's cool. I hear you, but then uh, I, I feel the same way about the Airstream. Uh, campers that you see running down the the brush steel look and i'm like that is not i shouldn't like that but i am drawn to it i want i want those yeah those things are so expensive though (laughs) but they last you can't get an airstream for the smaller one under well they bought a company that does smaller ones that are like forty thousand, aren't they aluminum yeah most airstreams are 70 80 100 140 but they definitely have a cult following. <laughs> they're, 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 they're a beauty in and of itself. I mean, they're just kind of timeless. Yep, for sure. 855-340-ZONE if you'd like to be part of the show. 855-340-ZONE. Let's get back to that list real quick. We'll give you a couple more yeah. of these movie cars that were actually fake. Did you ever see the John Wick movie that, or either of them? Love John Wick. So, Mindless violence, man. Oh, Mindless yeah. violence. Yeah, and it's all because they, you know, got after his dog. It's all for revenge. <laughs> uh, it's my kind of movie. You don't mess with a, yeah. a person's three of, three of dog. Them. Yeah, uh, yeah. Th- so the Mustang that he drives, the hitman uh, in in that movie, uh, the mean looking muscle car. Real. No, it's not. Uh, the four twenty nine he uses in the film is not really the boss four twenty nine. But a less expensive Mach 1 that received cosmetic upgrades to look mm-hmm. like it's more expensive uh, 429. Uh, but, you know, it's a Mach 1 is still a, still a muscly it's a car. It's a good-looking car, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Need for Speed. I've never seen the movie Need for Speed. Uh, but Lamborghini Sesto Elemento in the movie Need for Speed. I have not seen that one either. Uh, it was not uh, an actual Lamborghini. It was just, it had, it was a different, it was built with a similar chassis, but then just kind of put, it's like a t- complete movie prop with a, an engine underneath it. It's not, <laughs> and then they did camera tricks to make it look like it was going fast. The yep. James Bond, the world is not enough. Pierce Brosnan driving mm-hmm. that uh, BMW Z8. No, not yep. not so fast. Uh, it was not a BMW Z8. It was a kit car. BMW only had prototypes during that time, and the studio had to make copies based on specs that BMW themselves lent to the movie studio. Interesting. So it hadn't even been out yet, which that's that's common because you'll see yeah. these things 
in the movie, and then oh wow, all everyone suddenly wanted a Mini Cooper after the Italian job, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and they just happened to be coming out that backwards. summer. Uh, yeah, so uh, so there you go. We'll get back to this uh, going throughout the show uh, as well. So, so let's talk about uh, the gas shortage back east. Yeah. So tell me about it. you mentioned Florida in the in the break or heading to break. What what's going on? Yeah, yeah for for uh, Darwinian survival here. <laughs> There is a picture, and I saw this on Facebook the other day, um, and it was the question whether it was real or not, but here on Autoblog is an actual picture of a Hummer H3, it looks like an H3 or H2, sitting by a gas station, and the person that owned it went into the gas station, filled up 20 gallons of five-gallon red plastic gas cans, Oh my gosh! proceeded to put it inside the car, the car on facebook it said he lit up a smoke and it caught on fire here they say they don't know what caused the fire this car burned to the ground the gas cans are in there melted looks like some of them burst some didn't (laughs) how stupid can you be so he got a gas can stick them inside Hmm? it was because he got in a wreck or they just blew up no it just caught on fire. Like I say, the story I read on Facebook said he lit up a cigarette in there. Oh so gosh. the gas fumes caught on fire. Oh my gosh. In an auto blog, they don't say what caused it, what caused it, but uh, it had to be a cigarette or a spark or something. But you don't put gas cans inside a car. Not smart. No, do not. Don't do it. it, it, it look. Well, the, <sighs> we, the, we went the through this with toilet paper. People not to put gas in plastic bags. Right. Good gravy. <laughs> Uh, stop eating Tide Pods and don't put your gasoline in grocery sacks, you dumb, exactly. dumb, dummy dums. Um, we went through this with toilet paper. Do we have yeah. to go through it with combustible fumes? Uh, do we Apparently. have to go through this with gasoline now? Un- unreal. There was a woman that- in South Carolina who wanted to hoard some gasoline, and so mm-hmm. she stole a car, filled it up with gas uh, gas cans, Got in a wreck, flipped the car, and the car blew up. Uh, she she lived, unfortunately. I mean, fortunately. Uh, uh. But it not only did she want to... Hoarding gas is a bad idea, and stealing cars is a terrible idea. Doing both together is a recipe for disaster. Uh, it's just our mentality, the, the mob mentality of there's a shortage, therefore we got to go get our part. It's pretty ugly. So I was reading. I was reading an article at KSL uh, by my friend Lindsay Ertz, actually, uh, and it said that AAA Utah says that we will not see a spike in gas prices here in Utah after that U.S. fuel pipeline shut down because of uh, hacking. Uh, I don't. I and that's. I believe it. But we're also pretty high in gas prices right now in Utah. We're approaching three forty a gallon. Yeah, but we always are historically high for whatever. And I, I don't, I've never heard a, good, heard a good reason for it because we have plenty of refineries here. But um, especially this time of year where people start driving more, especially this year, you know, I'll, you get that Memorial Day spike and it stays throughout the summer. So you just kind of plan, I just kind of plan on it. I don't really worry about it too much because mm-hmm. you always see it coming. Uh, so. Aldo Vasquez of AAA Utah says that uh, the Colonial Pipeline shutdown is going to raise prices likely from Tennessee to Mississippi, 
uh, and Georgia to Delaware from three to seven cents per gallon. But we here in Utah get most of our gas from refineries out west. He said mm-hmm. if you do see gas prices rising, it's due to certain stations and their lack of drivers to deliver the gas. I guess there was a lot of uh, driver shortage during the pandemic, and that is continuing. It's hard for these truck driving companies to keep truck drivers employed in the numbers they yeah, need. Yeah, there's a, there's a company, truck uh, trucking company out of, Cal- out of Texas that is paying their drivers $14,000 a month. Oh, I thought it was a week. Wasn't it a week? I thought it was a month. Is it a week? Well, I think it's a week because I looked at my wife when I, when I saw that and said, oh. could I do that for a you're, year? You're in the wrong career. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I just, can I take a sabbatical for one year, work <laughs> driving truck for a year, 14 grand a week, and then uh, never do month. it again? I don't know that I'd make it a week, honest to goodness. I don't know that. I, I get tired driving to Cedar Hills. Uh, from Layton, I can't do it. Yeah, you, you would be. I don't think that'd be the job for you, no. knowing how you feel about driving. Yeah, it would not. It would not end well for anybody involved. Yeah, uh, you're. You're right. It is fourteen thousand dollars a week. That's unbelievable. Holy smokes! Yeah, you know, that's what twenty eight thousand, fifty six thousand. Wow, that's so, uh, some serious coin. So that in a year is seven hundred and twenty eight thousand dollars. That's, I don't see how they can maintain that. That's if you drive 52 weeks. So every week of the year. Um, for that, I Alex is already, Alex, our producer is gone, <laughs> by the way. Our producer left. Uh, he heard that news and he dropped the mic he, and he's, went. He's, he's off and running, huh? 728 yeah. grand. Uh, take out taxes. You're looking at half a million dollars or so. A little less than that. You could, you could then invest that and retire in four years. Uh, working your regular job. So... Ah, I don't, but I don't know. In fact, I do know. I could not do it. There's not a chance I could make it as a truck driver. I wonder if our guy Mike, the truck driver's out there. Call us, Mike. Uh, maybe you might want yeah. to be switching employers. Their <laughs> their requirements pretty low. I mean, this just sound, to me this is this is one of those things that sounds too good to be true. Probably is. But out of Newsweek, it's you have to be over 25 with two years of experience and must have a CDL. Um. But other than that, there's no, no requirements. So fourteen thousand is what our highest earners make based on manilos and sa- of sand they run. This is a sounds like they're hauling dirt, but <laughs> boy, I I just can't imagine that going on for very long. <laughs> God, it would be, it would be wonderful. Uh, so, but that's why uh, Aldo Vasquez of AAA Utah says there might be a slight uptick. It will be because of two things. Uh, driver shortage and of course as we head towards memorial day uh, consumer demand that's like you were talking yeah, about that's every changed, year yeah they also changed the mix on the fuel here for the summers too so that adds some expense to it from my understanding oh i didn't realize but that what do you, they changed the mix they, they have a they have a winter blend and a summer blend and i don't know what the difference is between the two but i do know that they there's something different hmm. but because it definitely changed, the, you know, my understanding is they changed the gas mixtures based on the season. It's Utah Car Sense. He's Roger Parkin of the Mark Miller Subaru Southtown location. You can also check them out at the Midtown. I'm Austin Horton. Uh, we'll be up here until noon, so another segment ahead. Your time to get in on the phones, 855-340-ZONE. 
Everyone that calls in and shares with us a question, a comment, a story is entered into the drawing for a free oil change. And right now, you would have a one in four shot because Kyle, Paul, and Marty are the only three that have called so far. So 855-340-ZONE. When we come back on the other side, we'll give you more info on some of these do good, feel good, love promise uh, charity partners for the do good, feel good event going on through the rest of the month. More cards from the movies that were actually fake, but you thought were real. And my usual, typical, every year PSA for you and the kiddos out there. We'll be back right here on Utah Carsons. You're listening to Utah Car Sense with Jeff Miller and Austin Horton. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Mark Miller Subaru's Utah Car Sense. I'm Austin Horton here with jo- uh, Roger Parkin. <laughs> Not George. I almost said George Roska. But you he's... almost did. You almost made it through a whole show. <laughs> I, miss, <laughs> I miss George. I miss you. I miss Jeff. Uh, we're well, back in studio yeah. now, but you 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 wanted to do this virtually, so that's well, what you get. Well, it was a little 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 more efficient for me today. And, and you don't have the... to smell my feet in the studio, so. Well, there is that. I wasn't going to put that out on the air, though. I'm wearing my dad's sandals today. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. They're the the shoes, but they're sandals. You know, I don't even know what to call them. Oh yeah. They're it's closed. such a nice day out there, man. It's a shame to be inside, it, honestly. It is, it is. Uh, I, I, uh, I'm I, going to get my second shot after the show, by the way. Congratulations. So I'm uh, ex- you get Pfizer or Moderna? Moderna Pfizer. Or yeah. Pfizer. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I think I'm expecting tomorrow to be a rough day. Uh, but I'm grateful for it to be a rough day. So. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I kind of looked at this. I, I had the Pfizer shot also. I, I'm way post, about a month post, but... I look at it, you know, we act like a bunch of babies because there's a little discomfort and stuff, but think about when we immunize our children. Those are some of the roughest days as a parent when you give them their vaccinations. Yep, for sure. So I don't know why we feel we should be any different than our children. They, they but... look at you like, I was having the best day ever, and now you, of all people, did this to me. <laughs> Destroyed it. What did I do? And it's like, well, you'll thank me when you don't have measles. Uh, and yeah, mumps my, and and RSV or whatever it is. Exactly. Hey, no, my re, my my reaction on that second one wasn't terrible. My arm my my arm ached yeah. like crazy, and then just lethargic, no energy, yeah. and a little headache. But the next day felt great. You know, two days later felt great. It was just the day after was a little bit not really even rough. It was just uncomfortable. Yeah, man. I'll, I'll feel that way for a week if it means this pandemic ends. So, Amen to yeah. that. Hey, we do have a... Now you can take your mask off. For sure. We were talking about that uh, 14 grand a week truck drop, yeah. truck driving have... job. Sam is a truck driver. Reportedly looked into it. Sam, welcome to the show. What'd you find out? Hey, Sam. Hello, gentlemen. How are we doing today? I'm doing great. Wonderful. Well, fantastic! Glad to hear you're getting your uh, second uh, second vaccine shot. I got them both, and it's it didn't have that bad of an experience. So can you really now good. leap? Can you leap tall buildings and uh, run faster than a speeding locomotive? That's the rumor. <laughs> I know. Boy, boy, I actually think I slowed down just a little bit. <laughs> yeah. but your but your <laughs> but Wi-Fi improved. My age. <laughs> right, okay. right. Um, but anyway, on the job, um, I looked into it and I, because again, like you had stated sounds too good to be true and a couple of guys at work we were talking about it so we checked into it and that particular 
opening is for owner operators. Uh-huh. So, so yes, it is it is good money. But by the time you throw in the expense of you know paying your your insurance, your equipment payment, the maintenance, uh, your hauling authority, um, it whittles into that quite a bit. So, you know, depending depending upon. Um, if you outright own your own equipment, you could probably make a little bit better money. And, and I'm sure it still is good money, but it, you, you are correct in uh, just being able to go down there and get a job. Uh, and then the other thing with that job is you're two weeks on site and one week off. So when you're on site, you're there and they, you, you know, truck drivers work some heavy hours. I mean, I'm local and I work out of the Salt Lake Ogden area and I hit, uh, when I got off work last night, um, and I started, I started Sunday, and I hit 69 hours and 15 or 20 minutes, and you're allowed up to 70 hours a week. And believe me, they do run you 70 hours a week. So oh you know, I, I'm, aver- I'm, I'm averaging 13 to 14 hours a day on the job. Oh um, my word! No, you guys, I are, do you guys it. are unsung heroes out there. I tell you, absolutely for sure. I could right, not right, do right. it. And not only that, you know, Sam, but we're all running you off the road too. We're not nice to truck drivers. No. <laughs> it, it, believe it or not, it's actually better than it used to be. Um, when when, when we had, it seems like when we had uh, less population, um, people were a lot, a lot more inconsiderate and a lot ruder. But but still to this day, the biggest thing, and this is my pet peeve, so I hope you don't mind me getting into this. No. Please but put it out it's there. People, it's people getting on the freeway who expect you, who are on the freeway and have the right of way, to slow down so that they can get on the freeway. I get more people giving me the the sign and and, and you know waving hi in an unso friendly way and honking their horn because I don't get out of their way when legally they are supposed to yield getting onto the freeway. Yeah, yeah, but that would merge, merge for a reason. That would require us being considerate human beings, Sam, yeah. and educated <laughs> at that. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> We're educated. We're just not considerate when we get behind the wheel here in Utah. It's true. We foam with the right. mail. But, well, but, but, but again, for the most part, um, the last, you know, it seems like the more traffic we get on the roads, um, I do have a lot of people that if I need to get over, uh, they will they will let me in. They'll slow yes. down and let me in, and, and that is greatly appreciated. It really is. Our, our five year rant starting to work there, uh, Austin. We're getting somewhere with it. <laughs> We're getting slowly but surely, but that's good, that's good to hear. Because I would have suspected the exact opposite. Sam, thanks for calling in, and honest, truly, thank you for being yes. a truck driver. Because the country doesn't run without you. So thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a good day. You too. Be safe too. out there. Bye-bye. And just give our truck drivers the room they, they deserve and need. Exactly. They're, they're good Plus at their job, but fast. they're not. They're, they're great at their job, but they don't have x-ray vision, right, Roger? Nope, nope. No x-ray vision and can't stop on a dime. Yep. Hey, uh, back to this list real quick of the movie cars that are actually fake. Okay. Uh, we talked about Don Johnson earlier with Nash Bridges. Well, yep. the bad news is his Ferrari in Miami Vice was also fake. Oh, you know, I'm shocked. <laughs> it was actually it was actually a Corvette. Uh, it was a <laughs> C three seventy six Corvette built up to look like a Ferrari. That's funny. The yellow Chevy Camaro in the first Transformers, Bumblebee, as it were. Yep. 
uh, was just a Chevy prototype built on a Pontiac GTO chassis with plastic that molds for the body. Me. Yeah. Yep. Tony Stark's Acura NSX in Avengers was actually a real first-generation NSX underneath a plastic molded body to look like <laughs> an Acura NSX. Uh, Just goes to show you, don't believe everything you see in movies. <laughs> final two here, the Ferrari FXX, excuse me, woo, Ferrari wow. FXX in the Fast and Furious 6 uh, version of the Ferrari Enzo. It's just a fake. It's just a big, big old plastic and cardboard thing. Mm -hmm. And then finally, James Bond Skyfall, Daniel Craig. I believe that's his second James yep. Bond movie that he was I think in. So. He drives an Aston Martin DB5, but what he's really driving is a one-third the size replica of the car because <laughs> it then got destroyed. So, so he does he does drive a one he does drive a real one for most of the but then in the scene where the villain destroys it, that's a one-third scale to size or to, to scale replica. Uh, so that yeah, kind of cheats, you, but yeah. But can you imagine blowing up those cars? Oh, it would be so much That's fun. That's a crying shame. It would be so much fun. Uh, it would be. Because <laughs> they're I not my cars. I would enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> now, we do have a Twitter question coming in, uh, yeah. Roger. And I don't know the answer to this. Uh, we might have to text our guy, Tom Barberi. He might know the answer. <laughs> but Bo wants to know that he says, until now I always thought it was Utah car sense, like it makes sense or your fifth sense or whatever. Wouldn't that yes, make more sense? Yes. Because, and then he says, wouldn't that make more sense with a C? And that's, the name of the show is Utah it, Car Sense, like five cents, C-E-N-T-S. Yes. Yeah, Why is that? Why is mm -hmm. that the name? Why is it not sense, like sensible? <sighs> Do you know? You'd have to ask Jeff. Jeff came <laughs> up with the name. Is it because of the, the money implication there? I don't it probably know. is. It, it's probably, you know, it's obviously a play on words, but just money that cars cost. Yeah. And who knows if we have a lot of sense, S-E-N-S-E, but it's just a play on words. <laughs> See, and maybe that's it. We can't be accused of trying to make any sense if we don't no, spell it that not. way. No, definitely not. If you listen to us, we don't make a lot of sense. <laughs> and, and the only thing common with our sense is when we share change after getting some drive through So It might be our nonsense. <laughs> uh -huh. We do share that in common, for sure. So did you see Subaru's new announcement this week? No, hit me with it. They're coming out with an all-electric, plug-in electric car coming in 2022, so a couple of years away. Wow. A year away. That's not far. No, not far at all. It's the Subaru Solterra combining Sol for, or Sol for the sun, solar, and Terra for the earth. So combining oh. the two together. Um, it's in partnership with Toyota, I'm sure. Just looking at the car, it reminds it's got kind of Subaru-esque front end, Subaru all-wheel drive system in it, but looks a lot like the Toyota Venza in shape a little bit. It's, gonna, it's just a silhouette, you know, picture the car into bright sunlight up by, a, it looks nice, but that is coming in 2022. Wow. We'll give you more information that becomes, as it becomes available. It's been a They've been whispering about this for the last five years. Yeah. And they're finally going to do it. 
So. Uh, you're right. It's kind of a tease picture. It's more of a silhouette. It's a very much a tease. Yes. But uh, there is a an artist uh, rendition that kind of, uh, I don't know, how it redefine or uh, resharpens the picture. And you're right. It looks like the Venza, but it is a sharp looking vehicle. It is. That is a beautiful car. And hopefully it has some, uh, they haven't said really what range it's going to have on it yet. When can we so, uh, get in line for it? Um, probably early next year, I'll bet. Wow. So fun. But I think so it's going to start in the high 30s is what current driver is saying. Okay. That makes sense. So pretty cool. It's how kind many, of exciting. It's, how many do you hope to get? Um, and it doesn't say anything about production levels. But if I'm not mistaken, this is going to be all 50 states, right? Not just carbon states. I hope it's all 50. I mean, we we can get, we can't get allocated the plug-in hybrid cross track, but we can get them. You know, we uh, there's a way to what they call pipeline trade with the dealers on the west coast. They're served by our our the same port that we get our cars from Japan from. But also, we I just brought one out of. Uh, California for a guest that picked it up picked it up the other night that he was way excited about. So they're not selling quite as fast in the carb states as what they'd like. So there's availability and we just bring them out and there's a forty five hundred dollar tax credit if you buy it. Wow. On your federal taxes. So sweet. Yeah. So I know George drives one. He just uh I think he just bought a brand new and I think Jeff's got one coming in that he's gonna replace his current. Uh, hybrid cross check with or his plug-in hybrid cool so well, very exciting very it's yeah, called the solterra s-o-l-t-e-r-r-a solterra i mean sometime next year but it's looking it looks really good that would probably be the perfect car for my wife she does not drive very far anymore what remind what does your wife do for a living is she a therapist i can't remember no she 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 is uh she works for the technical assistance training center at uh, utah state which her big thing she ran the employment first initiative for the state of utah for oh previous 10 or 12 years before she went to utah state but her focus is getting people with disabilities employed rather than being in uh sub-minimum wage jobs where they build mops and stuff you know where they get paid less than your average joe trying to get them into you know a real job let me rephrase that trying to get them in a job where they interact with the public where they're not isolated and they're paid normal wages huh and it's it's an uphill battle and it's a battle on many fronts it's battle with the parents of these of these individuals and the providers that have historically made money providing services for them it's a uh it's like don quixote running into the windmill <laughs> but it's made a lot of, lots and lots of progress on it so Good. it's been fun to watch and she's a better person than i have much more uh she's she's pretty incredible awesome well so, the solterra the 2023 you think it'll be available yeah, starting... 20, it'll be a 2023 ev solterra ev and we should be able to start getting in line early next season hopefully or next i would season, think so year. as soon as they announce what the productions are we'll probably start taking some deposits and you know, if it's priced in that high 30s, low 40s, that's pretty, yeah, that's real competitive out there. Yeah, cool. 
So that's way exciting. We've been waiting for that for several years. Uh, so yeah. that's good news. Very yeah, cool. you know, I think the good thing, we can argue the benefit of electric, not electric and environmental impacts, but I think it looks like the, the world's going more electric for, you know, for efficiency and fossil fuels and whatnot. But as we get more and more out there, the infrastructure should follow. Yeah, You know, we have more charging stations and whatnot. And it's going to be really interesting to see this, though. I'm excited. Hey, uh, while we have just a couple minutes left here, we do need yeah. to tell you about our final two Love Promise charity partners for the month of the Do Good. That Feel would Good be uh, Discovery Gateway. And uh, you did mention briefly Westminster College at the start yeah, of the Westminster show. Westminster College is kind of, it's a hard, it's about, it's hard, it's, it's diversity and inclusion. So it's, it's, it's talking about bringing, making everybody welcome, really, regardless of your differences. It's probably the easiest way to say it. And, and just to talk about our implicit bias that we raised with that we don't even know we have. Oh, totally. They start examining yeah. stuff. So I was talking with a, a friend the other day whose daughter is trans, and I know nothing. I don't have any firsthand experience with, with such a such a life. Uh, and yeah. so I don't want to make comment on any controversial thing because I, I don't know. I'm not a drinker, so I don't know that I have any input on alcohol laws, and I'm not, I don't have any experience with that. And so I was talking to him about, hey, I, I feel like I need to be educated. I feel like I need to be uh, uh, brought into uh, the experiences uh, of a trans person in our communities. Uh, and that's that goes right along the lines of diversity, oh, equity. I, I don't. Goes right there. This is not a shock to anyone. I knew very few uh, African Americans growing up here in Utah, and well, we're very yeah we're very sheltered here in Utah. And it wasn't because you know that was a choice. That's just that's the demographics mm -hmm. uh, of where I grew up. And so I'm not as versed. I'm not. And so I I've done my own uh, research and education. But I don't think you can ever be too educated on another person's way of life and background uh and so i right. think that's really important for especially so westminster uh, to be one of your love promise uh, local charity partners here that's really cool that's really fun yeah it's it, it's it's pretty incredible when you when you dig down into your implicit biases and everybody has them and you know take it away from race religion just part of our everyday lives we have implicit bias and what what we do and what we think you know, stuff that you've learned and been exposed to. And it's, it's really fascinating. It makes you really question things. So we're really excited to have them. They're, they're, uh, it's not so touchy feely, but it's really important, especially in this day and age with what's gone on this last couple of years with Black Lives Matter and, you know, all the protests and is the Proud Boys. It's just, it's incredibly important that we are more tolerant and more open to learning how other people think, regardless whether we agree with them or not. Yeah. So some understanding and compassion, empathy is probably the word that uh, describes it best. And then finally, uh, uh, Discovery Gateway. Uh, everyone probably knows about Discovery Gateway. It's been a longtime partner of long Mark Miller Subaru's. But th this cool place down at the Gateway where kids of all ages can come down Learn with hands-on learning, which yep. is the best way to learn. Yeah, that's a fun place. I know my grandson's coming to town here in a couple of weeks. We'll probably end up down there at least one of the days to 
turn them loose and have some fun. And, yeah, and they and do day camps do and summer kids. camps and all kinds of stuff. So a really yeah. and then partner. As uh, the pandemic eases on out, they're going to be converting a couple of our uh, a player at each one of our dealerships into kind of a mini mini discovery zone. So we're excited to have them do that here this throughout the summer. So neat, neat, neat place to gather and, and take your kids and have some fun. Hey, before we wrap up, our final call this week is our friend Don, who's called in at the buzzer. Don, how are you, buddy? Hey, Don. Right. Uh, speaking of that one guy talked about, uh, Jiffy Lube. Yeah. Uh, my my parents had a beautiful red Ford pickup truck, and my mom took it over to that place to have the oil changed. And um, they replaced the oil, and then as she's driving home, it, the engine stopped on her. And what they had done was they had opened up the air filter and dropped, like, the little lug thing to hold the air filter down. Oh. So it went, went through the carburetor. Oh, jeez. And somehow it kept going, and it, it, it ruined the motor. Wow. It was a, a, it was a 460 uh, Ford motor, really low miles. And uh, Jiffy Lube came up to the bat, and they replaced the motor. Mm-hmm. So it was their fault. Wow. Yeah, unfortunately, we did that. humans, and humans make mistakes. So. Yeah. yeah. At least they at least they paid for that mistake. Yeah. And they didn't right, have to fight did. on it. Yeah. yeah. Don, thanks so for calling that, in, man. That's my comment. Okay, thank, thank you so you. much. Okay. And that thank brings you. us to the finish line this week. We yeah. had five calls. Kyle, Paul, Marty, Sam, and Don. I've got them listed here uh, at random.org. I'm going to hit randomize. Alex Lundberg behind the glass picking number one through five. Let's go with four. Why? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> it just felt right. <laughs> it just came out. It was the first word that came out. Number four is actually our first caller of the day, Kyle, who Kyle. needs an oil change. Yes, he does. <laughs> so that works out yep. well. Take advantage of that drop-off and pick up, Kyle. For sure. Uh, the people at Mark Miller will get a hold of you, Kyle via your email and or phone number, and we'll get that set up for you. Roger, thanks for doing this. Uh, good to have you on the show. Let's do it thanks again. Thanks for having me. Maybe next time we'll be in person. That would be wonderful. But it, yes. this is good, too, if you can't, so that's fine. All well, right. It makes it really easy to do it this way. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to wear pants. Well, the I do have shorts on. I'm sitting in Jeff's office sure. at the uh, dealership. Oh, in Jeff's <laughs> office, yeah. <laughs> I am dressed. <laughs> For uh, Roger Parkin at the Southtown location and Alex Lundberg behind the glass, I'm Austin Horton. We'll be back next week on Utah Car Sense. Up next, the return of the Saturday show. Jake Hatch, Alex Lundberg taking you up till 2 o'clock right here on The Zone.